0: sprinkle them add a la sauce you want my time but it costs. i'm in a law watch how you speak to a boss what made you think you could floss don't be depressing preaching i feel like a reverend. hold up i got me a question are you an asset to an investment or a distraction what up what up what up what up this is another episode of the one other percent podcast i'm your host miles g Man, so today we're going to talk about entrepreneurship and having that belief and finding that why. Uh, time and time I get a lot of DMs on my personal page and on the 100% page about how to become an entrepreneur, where to start, what to do. And those are real good questions. I'm not going to call anybody out specifically, but just to speak to that crowd or if anybody that you're looking to want to start something or you just don't know where to start, there is no perfect starting time. There is no place to start. You just have to go. Me, myself, have been a full-time entrepreneur for going on eight months. Um It is hard. I believe it's harder than working a, a steady job because when you're working a steady job, you... Know what you're supposed to do, you have tasks you have to be there a certain time um you have basically a whole playbook you, you follow guidelines and you go from there when you're an entrepreneur, you have no playbook, you have no script, you're going off of things that you create um there might be tools that were laid out before you in that industry that you can follow, but again, it's your company you're creating and you're doing your own thing. so the best thing I would say is to find something that you're passionate about, and I know that's cliche to say um but it really is true. Um, if you find something that you're passionate about, you never work a day in your life. Um, I'm still finding that each and every day. But what helped me basically take that leap to wanna start my own business and just create my own sources of income was finding out what my why was. Um my dad worked at a job half of my life and during the pandemic, he got laid off. The thing that he said to me that really stuck with me he worked at a job for like 16 years. And he said, um, it's kind of crazy. You go to a job for 16 years and your exit interview is five minutes. Now that's part of business. I understand, but I, me just looking at it, I'm like, man, it's, and he goes to work on time, got promotions, did this. He did everything right. Played by the rules and this, this is what happens. Now he's okay. He works at Goldman Sachs now. Um, making good money. But how I look at it is working a job is a hamster wheel, especially if you don't like it. Not to discredit anybody that has a job. If you love your job and you work there and everything is copacetic and you're happy with that, that's fine. But how I looked at it is like, man, all the jobs I ever worked, I cannot honestly say that I enjoyed going to that job. I would wake up mad. I'm always being a bad move. I hate to be here. And that's like the regular conversation at work. Everybody says the same thing. Like, Ready to go or we're talking to somebody, our friends, through text messages or on the phone saying that, you know, ready to go. We can't wait for the weekend. We're living for the weekend. And the older I got, I'm like, that's really life shouldn't be like that, especially if I'm putting all this time into this, this company. And I have to work so hard for somebody that's above me to like me enough to give me a promotion so I can move up and make more money. I That's too big of a risk for me. For my future family, that's too big of a risk. It doesn't make sense when you really think about it. And so that really made me take that leap. And my why was to be able to provide for my family, my future family, um, for generations to come so I can at least have something established for them of my own. And by doing that, like I started a logistics company, I started a moving company. Now, again, it wasn't easy and I'm still going through the process, but the moving company does a lot better than the logistics company right now. I get a lot of moves all the time. I have workers. But being an entrepreneur, that comes with a whole nother, um side of the business. So now I'm dealing with employees and how I felt as an employee. I see how other employees feel. So I try to negate that in a way where to keep them motivated so they want to do certain things. But again, I have to remind them that I'm paying you twenty dollars an hour above the minimum wage and I would say almost any state in America. But again, I had to do my research. I got a contract with U-Haul. Found workers. I'm still hiring workers. Um You can find my company on the U-Haul website if you're in the Houston area. Um Go to uhaul.com, moving labor. And um name of my company is We Like to Move and Move It. Thought that was a catchy name. But that's a whole other headache. But I can deal with that because I'm the mm-hmm. owner. Um I like doing certain things. I like to be able to set my schedule accordingly how I want it. Now, and it also comes with negatives. If I have workers call in and then my backup can't make it, I have to go there. So, I mean, you have, you have to pick your poison. Um, but again, all that money comes to me, comes to the business account. And that's a different feeling, cutting the check versus receiving the check. I'm happy to be able to cut the check for my employees that they're able to provide for their families and their livelihood. Even on the logistics side, when we're picking up freight or furniture or transporting, um, cargo, I have to make sure the drivers are able to make it to the destination. I have to make sure, map out the location where they need to go. Um, basically just cover, cover myself and the driver in my company. Um, so everything goes, um, according to plan. And that's a lot of stress. Like I said, a lot of people probably won't want to deal with that. They can sit at a, at a desk, whatever they do and do their job and, and do this and, and be fine. But the reward of that is a year ago, I was working a job and, I didn't see any of this coming together. I invested in, in in obviously, the stock market, crypto, invested in shows. Um, My friend Kyle put shows together, stuff like that. But I never saw this coming together like this. I always wanted to. But when I jumped in and and really locked in, and my back wasn't against the wall, but I was like, I don't want to touch any of my, my 401k or my stocks. I need to create another income. So this is what made me do that. And I'm making more than I was making in my job. The thing is with the greatest thing about being an entrepreneur is your income is not limited. And when I say limited, when I worked my last job, I had a ceiling. I got paid on a salary. And no matter how hard I worked, how long I worked, I'm still getting that salary. And I got paid every two weeks, right? The first and the fifteenth. Now having my own business, I get paid every day. And it's, it's a great feeling to see um, the deposits coming into my account every other day, every day, depending on how the business is moving it it i mean it's 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 different, it's rewarding, and I created that. I thank God for that, and now my job is to scale that make it sustainable, and just keep it moving so the next three four or five years down the line um I'm able to pass it down to a cousin or put them on in a certain position or this anything I can help my circle or my ecosystem, and that's power, and I like that feeling one of my favorite books. It's called Shoe Dog. Um, It's a memoir about the CEO of Nike or the founder of Nike. He's not the CEO anymore, Philip Knight. And we all know what Nike has done and we know how big Nike is. But if you read that book, I really recommend you read that book, Shoe Dog. It's amazing to see how Nike got to where it is now. I would say that uh, Philip Knight was an accounting major, worked at a couple firms. He took a trip uh, to Japan, made up a company, said he had a blue ribbon company, met with a couple, um, walked to a couple factories and um, basically ended up getting a deal. He didn't even have a company at the time. It was blue ribbon. If you ever get a Nike box and you see it says blue ribbon Hunter, that was the original company before it became Nike. So basically he talks about his whole process and it wasn't a squeaky clean process to become what it is today. And they went through a lot of stuff. But trial and error, trying, that's what he wanted to do. That was his passion. He didn't want to work for somebody. And now we see how big Nike is. And it's really a good book, easy read, funny, a lot of good humor in there, a lot of good stories. And I study a lot of people like that, a lot of owners, the CEOs. There's no one extraordinary quality about them other than their perseverance and their why. They made up in their mind that they wanted to do something, they wanted to create something and they just kept going at it. No matter how long it took, no matter what what the consequences were, that's what they wanted to do. Like I said, some people can and can't do that. But for you guys out there trying to find something, like I said, find something that you're passionate about. There's so many things that you can hop into. Like, for example, Fiverr um, is basically a global site where if you have any type of skills, I know everybody's working, if you have skills in public speaking, writing, um, graphic design, um, you name it: audio recording, editing, video recording. You can put your services on that site and charge a minimum fee from whatever you want to charge, different levels, and make money instantly. I posted on um, the one of the percent page about it was from CNBC. A girl quit her job. She was a uh, she's to write press releases, and then fast forward two years, she's making three hundred thousand all off of Fiverr. That's how she created her income. So again, that's why I say find something that you're passionate about and just start. There's no wrong or right answer. There's no perfect way. There's no perfect starting time. I hear a lot of people like, okay, let me wait till I get this set up and this set up. There's no perfect time. I used to think like that too. But you just have to go. You figure out along the way. You'll get better and better over time. And you don't have to start big on the first endeavor you start. Start small. Um, If you want to do a t-shirt company, start start with that. Um, Get your supplies. Uh, depending what you want to do, screen printing, um, see how much everything costs and go from there. And just going back to things that you are passionate about or things that you like, the majority of people in the world are consumers, right? Which is nothing wrong with that. So with that being said, if you create it, you put it up, people are going to come. Think of something that you like, that you're passionate about. And what would you like in this product? What would you like in this service? As Tony Ohama said, find a niche inside of a niche. All right, we got this business um, that does this. How can we go deeper and market that to a certain customer? And again, you don't have to go big. And sometimes you might not make money right off the bat, depending on the industry you're in. And that's why I keep saying start small. I'm not saying quit your job and just go all in, but you have to start somewhere. A lot of people say they're tired once they get off of work and they don't feel like doing it. Understandable. Maybe the entrepreneur life is not for you. Find some time where you can, where you, when you're able to do something, and, and start from there. All you have to do is get 1% better every day. Like I said, you don't have to hit a home run the first time. Just start small and create something sustainable or something that you will be proud of to put out to the world. i talk talked to a lot of people that work jobs now. They don't like their job. They want to do other things. They like to travel, as we all love to travel. But they don't know what they're investing in their 401k. They don't know how to access their stock options with their company. It... it I don't even know what to say. It's like you joking. Like, are you taking life serious right now or are you just living for the moment? I, that makes no sense to me. And I get frustrated because even when I worked, I left my company. I left with over 50 something shares that I still have. They still pay me. I'm, I sit at the house, do whatever I want. They still pay me. I still am a share owner in that company. That's power. You shouldn't work for a company and not have something to show for it after you leave. I saw a quote the other day that said, don't wait until real life hits you to finally start getting real with your life. And that's how I feel. You're working a job. Understand what's in your 401k. Pick that. Ask the right questions. You don't know. Find out. Research. And if you're in a good company that offers you to put a certain percentage of your check towards the stock, why not do it? I worked for uh, FedEx for four years as a supply chain manager. And all those four years, 10% came out of my check, went to the stock. I didn't even see it come out. I was able to look at the stock through a computer share, but I mean, that was power. I, I thought, I'm thinking long-term. I didn't want to care about the money they're taking out right here. They're already taking all this money out for taxes, for this, for um social security, stuff like that. All right, let me put something that's going to grow with value as the company grows with value. And here we are now. So like I said, take things serious. You have to start somewhere. Look at your investments. And who knows? That money from there, from your investments, you can use that to put out on some product you want to start your business with or a down payment for anything. Taking out a loan against your 401k, you pay yourself back for the people that say they're not able to come up with the money. As I always say, make your money work for you. You work hard for your money, make make it work. Put it to work. So again, going back to find out your why, why do you want to do something? If you're unhappy at your job, if you're unhappy with your certain situation right now, why do you want to do something? Why do you want to change it? And finding out what that is will push you each day, the days that you don't want to do something. And having a belief in yourself. A lot of people, they won't believe in you. They might say they want want you to do this, or they might say, yeah, I see you doing this, or whatever. But at the end of the day, you have to have belief in yourself and keep going. Everybody else will come along after they see your success and you make it. That's how it's supposed to go. But you have to believe in yourself and go full speed. It can be a lonely lonely path. Again, what is your why? What is your belief? Do you believe in yourself? Are you happy? One of the biggest things I got so far from being an entrepreneur is this: the freedom. I haven't been this free and I can't even remember. I can work from anywhere. Um, I'm able to visit family when I want. I don't have to ask somebody. When I can go do something, I can just go. And that freedom, that, that little freedom right there means everything in the world to me. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, I remember having to put in vacation time. Oh, I can't get this because this person's doing this day and this and that. I have an emergency. I have to go this, this time, but you can because we need you to do this and this. It's, it, it doesn't make any sense. So that little peace of mind at the end of the day means everything to me. And I'm never going back to work for somebody. And again, I keep saying this. If you work for somebody, it's fine that's what you're happy doing, do it. I just found out what I like doing. I found out my why, my belief, what makes me happy at the end of the day. And this is what I do. The biggest thing I noticed was you have to change how you think. We've been conditioned to think a certain way. And when you're conditioned to get money a certain way, every two weeks or every week, however your pay schedule is, that's how you operate. Being an entrepreneur, you have to be you have to become a lot better with money management. I would say that because you can't go out and splurge or whatever you would do the weekend before because you know you have a check coming the next week. So you have to plan ahead. Pay bills off three to six months in advance, a couple months in advance, or wherever you can. Having a budget of all your expenses is key. You have to know how much money you're spending on certain things, how much money is coming in, what level you need to get at. Um, I know everybody sees the... The stuff on, on social media, about $274 a day is 100000 That's not really a lot, and that's not hard to do at all. You have a few businesses, you can create that. It's not hard. If you make $300 a day, you can take off a whole month, still make $100,000. So again, that's about how you think. Uh, receiving money in lump sums like this, in my opinion, is a lot better than the traditional way. And if you're able to teach your kids how to create their own source of income, or even give them some of your income from a business that you started and have them take it their own route. It's powerful. Bruce Lee said, instead of buying your children all the things you never had, you should teach them all the things you were never taught. Material wears out, knowledge stays forever. So for your kids' sake, for your family's sake, think about what you really want to do, what you really like to do. Find out what your why. Look yourself in the mirror. Do you have a belief in yourself? Do you believe that you can do this? You know better than anybody else. Nobody knows us better than we know ourselves. So really think about that. Take the time. Find out what you really want to do. And I'm a walking testament. If I can do it, anybody can. Just believe in yourself and go ahead and get started. Don't let anybody decide your path. You decide your path, your future. It's on you. I'll see you next week. You was wasting time with no leverage. I was taking time with my debit. with my message now, I'm reaping all of the credit. Don't you be petty? I'm watching Malcolm and Eddie. I'm gonna need some confetti. Yes, I'm a champ. All of these wigs feeling heavy. Rock on my head, you can't check me.